Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. A place to get into the word of God so the word of God can get into you. This is where your revival begins and where your repentance starts. And who am I? I'm just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's the underground. So check this out. I go to the store uh, a couple of days ago, right? And I'm in line and I see this young cat. He bagging my groceries. And, you know, the Holy Spirit told me, you know what I'm saying? Share the podcast with him so you can hear the word of God. So I uh, got a card. I hand him uh, my card to the podcast. And I tell him, I say, say, bro, check out this uh, podcast. You know what I'm saying? They got the word of God on there. Because I say, hey, we got to start repenting, bro. Hey, we got to stop playing games with God, man. God ain't playing with us no more. And I said it just like that, you know. He was like, all right, appreciate it, bro. But there was a, a young lady behind the cash, cashier. And she said, you know, do you think your delivery was right? And I say, what? <laughs> she was like, do you think your delivery, the way you said it, was the way that you should have, you know, approached it like that? And I just said, look, man, we don't have time to worry about the delivery of things. I'm here to tell people what thus says the Lord has to say. And so this is why I want to talk about this today real quick. Uh, and I had a verse that God showed me. Matthew chapter 11. I'm going to start at verse 16. Matthew 11 verse 16. It says, to what can I compare this generation? He said, it's like children playing a game in the public square. And y'all know that's how we do. First off, let's talk about that. All we do is play games. All day, every day, playing games. Our life is a game. We love to be entertained. We love to be amused. We love to be, uh, we like to joke all day. We want we want to laugh all day. Everything we want we we have this thing of that's why we stroll and scroll and scroll and scroll because we want to be entertained. We can't even stand in line uh, at the grocery store. We can't even wait for our food without being entertained. I was talking to a, a young cat the other day, and I asked him about school. I said, how you like school? He said, it's boring. I said, why is it boring? Because he said, they don't entertain me. True words from a baby's mouth. It's not entertaining. Because that's all we do is we play games. You feel what I'm saying? And then he said, uh, they complain to their friends. He's talking about this generation. Playing games and then they complain to their friends. And that's how we hear it. People are always complaining. Complain about the house they got. Complain about the car they got. Complain about the job they got. Complain about the husband they got. Complain about the wife they got. Complain about the kids they got. Complain about the money they making. Are we ever satisfied? Complain about the church they go to. Complain about their boss. Complain about their weight. Complain about their hair. Complain about their nose. We complain. That's all we do is complain. Complain about our favorite football team. 
they getting on our nerves. Complain about the restaurant food. Complain about the waiter service. Complain about the delivery. It's taking too long. Complain about our Amazon packages. We just complain. We just a complaining generation. Complain about our presidents. Complain about our government officials. Complain about the white man. Complain about the black man. Complain about the black woman. Complain about the white woman, the Chinese woman, the Arabs. Complain about black people. Complain about African people. We just complain, complain, complain. God's people, I don't want us to fall up under this spirit of this world that all we do is complain. Let's start being grateful. Can we start being grateful? Can we start being content? How about that? Anyways, let's keep going. And then he says, we play in verse 17. He said, we played wedding songs and you did not dance. So we played lively music for you, but that wasn't even uh, enough for you. Try to make you happy, but you don't even want to dance. And so we say, okay, they don't want to play the uh, wedding song. Let's switch it up. Let's just play some sad music. And we played sad music, he said, and you didn't mourn. And then in verse 18, he says, for John didn't spend his time eating and drinking. And you said he's possessed by a demon. In verse 19, the son of man, on the other hand, feast and drink. And you said he's a glutton and a drunkard. So John couldn't get it right with y'all. And then Jesus couldn't get it right with y'all. Every time God's man come or God's woman come and give you a message, they're never going to be right for you. You're always going to find a way to nitpick on how they bring the word of God or how they bring the mission of God. You, generation, is always going to find a way to pick it apart. He says he's a glutton, he's a drunkard, and a friend of tax collectors. But when they didn't spend time with him in John Day, you said, well, he's possessed by a demon. He's too religious. He think he better than us. But Jesus said, well, I do. I'm going to spend time with him. And you had something to say about Jesus. See, I'm here to tell you it doesn't matter the delivery. It don't matter. So to everybody out there who's been called to preach God's word, stop worrying about offending this generation. It's the word of God. They're going to be offended no matter what. The word of God is against our nature. So it's going to offend us. No matter how softly you play the music behind it, no matter how crunk you get with it, the word of God is always going to be offensive to a sinful, fallen generation. always you know I was thinking about an example Can you, this is an example of how this generation is um, you go to the doctor's office and the doctor tells you you have cancer and if you don't get you know probably get a speedy you know uh, medicine going and try to get you know something going to fight this you may have a small time to live and that person who just received that news, they go into the car with a friend and say, the doctor just told me I got cancer. And you look at your friend and say, but I don't like the way he said it, though. 
the way he told me I got cancer, he could have said it in a nicer way. You know, you missing the whole point. This doctor just told you you have cancer, but you worried about the way he said it or the way she said it. Instead of trying to figure out a way to how do we get rid of this? How do we get better? You are worrying about the way the doctor delivered the news to you. And you know what we else getting trained to do? The friend who you telling this to, we're being trained to say, I understand. Because we being trained to be tolerant. Instead of telling them, uh, friend, you tripping. Forget the way he told you you have cancer. Let's figure out how to get rid of it. But we're being trained to say, oh, I understand. He shouldn't have said it like that. That's us. I'm telling y'all, stop worrying about the delivery of things and listen to it if it's truth or not. Grab a hold of the truth and let's get right. We not, we really don't care about the delivery. What, what it is is, man, we just don't want to hear the word of God and we're not trying to repent. That's what it is. So we blame the delivery. We blame the way people saying it. But we ain't we, we really ain't trying to change. We really not trying to change. And I'm here to tell you, if you don't change, if you don't change, the judgment of God is coming towards you. If you don't repent, the judgment of God is coming on you. I appreciate you coming to the underground. A place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? Just the voice of one calling out saying, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand.